Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Shalom, phone on record. This is Minister Shedrick Benizu, Tribe of Judah. And welcome to Friday evening. Time now is 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, 5 o'clock p.m. Central. And may I ask if Minister Priest is online? Yes, sir. Okay, brother. I will yield the floor to you. Is Hakeem online? No, he's not showing up yet. No. Okay. Um, So we want to talk about uh, I was hoping that he would be here so we could uh, discuss where what happened with his uh, meeting today. But um, uh, Ema, can you share with us uh, what was discussed with uh, Brother Hakeem? Yes, uh, Shalom. And for and on the record, Ema Yaruth, tribe of Judah, um, Cedric, Akdi, Misha, and I. We met with uh, Brother Hakeem last night on the uh, fellowship line. Uh, we asked him, could we record him? He said no, he felt uncomfortable. So we left it at that and we conducted our affairs with him. Um, we basically, you know, let him talk and he did a good job. You know, he, you know, everybody know Brother Hakeem. He has a tendency to be kind of slow at talking or reacting to what we're saying or, or questioning and all that. So uh, he took his time. He, he went through the process. Ex- he explained how it went down, the police uh, situation, uh, and all the way to the police station and getting out. Um, We asked him a few questions to the fact of, you know, what he felt that, you know, went down was appropriate and all that. And then um, we talked about, you know, what he should do and what he should not do. It was summed up, um, Sister Anisha uh, gave some really good advice, and especially for him when he met with his attorney today. I don't think he felt comfortable with it to a degree. I think he was a little confused still. Um, And, you know, Brother Sedger gave him advice. We talked to him. I personally think that, you know, we're targeted. Yes, we are. But from my understanding of everything that went down, he, there was one statement that kind of validifies this, and we all talked about, especially a minister. He had specified that he did not conform to giving his name or even his social security. He did. I did hear him say he did not have a social. I mean, any ID on him, which was kind of baffling to me. We didn't get a chance to get into that, but he did not give this information. So they wrapped him to the ground, did what they did, and then they took him to the station. He also mentioned, from what I understand. And the other sister and brother can validify it or correct me. But from what I understand, he kind of had a little rebellious moment of getting in the police car. This is what I understood. And then when he got to the police station, he still went through his process of not wanting to give um, 
his picture or his fingerprints, and they did all kind of questioning and and wanted all kind of stuff from him, such as DNA, uh, his uh, email site, and all that. So, uh, <clears throat> to a degree, he could have probably avoided all this if he just applied. Now, one more thing, and I'm gonna let let you have it, Brother Priest. It, we are a nation. If we had territorial land and a, a sojourner comes in or anyone other than our members, tribes, or the people come in, we're going to want to know who they are. And, and we will also have a requirement of some form of identification. The contract and all that, I'm pretty sure all of our states require some kind of form of, of uh, ID on you, even if you're a, a sovereign citizen or you're a, a Israelite, a 12 tribe member, or a free nation, or whatever. You still need to have some kind of identification with that ID. All right, let me address that. Number one, if you don't have identification, there's no grounds for slamming you to the ground. Number two, if you're not being hostile with them, there's no grounds for slamming you to the ground. Um, Yes, sir. I I did not know he did not have ID. He didn't tell me that, or yeah, he didn't tell me that. So I didn't know that. Um, he told me that they wanted to take DNA, but he really didn't describe to me. Well, he told me he didn't want to do it, but he didn't describe to me any type of strange activity. But I can tell you this: I, when I was arrested. Um, I don't know, a while ago, probably 15 years ago. Um, maybe not 15 years ago. What is it, 20? Maybe about 10, 11 years ago. I didn't want to give them um, DNA. I didn't want to give them my signature. I didn't want to give them my fingerprints. And they had to force me to do it, but I didn't like um trying to fight them mm -hmm. okay so and i didn't have any charges brought up against me because of that because it's after the fact when they make charges it's in, it's on the initial arrest so if there's nothing that happens before they re read the remanda the uh remanda rights that is called for arrest then they can't charge him with something that happened after that unless he actually fights them. Mm -hmm. he, didn't do none of that. he didn't do none of that, and they didn't read him his rights. Okay, they did. Well, okay, but the reason why they didn't because he didn't have identification and he didn't state who he was. Now, how he described it to me is he didn't just state who he was fast enough. Mm -hmm. And he, he was trying to tell them who he was. But if he was if he was refusing to identify himself, if that's what he was doing, and he did not have, let me make this clear: if you don't have identification and you refuse to say who you are, that's grounds for arrest. If they don't read you your rights, that's improper procedure. But it is grounds for arrest if you are not identified, if you if you don't identify yourself. It is not grounds for assault. Right. So that's important. Um, go ahead, Sister Nisha. I'm going to give you some details 
um, because I think the the details are very important. So about 10, 10 p.m., he's walking from the store. He got groceries from the store. He sees a police cruiser pass him. The officer's looking at him. The officer's in uniform. He, the, police, the police cruiser passes him and turns around and passes him again, and the officer is looking at him, to which he just basically ignored him and kept walking. He said a guy on the street said the, crew, the police cruiser had parked, and he said the next thing he knew he heard footsteps coming, walking up behind him, and he heard someone say, sir, and he turned around, to which the officer continued and said, you look suspicious. What's your name? To which Hakeem replied, what's your name? Hakeem started asking him a number of questions. Hakeem proceeded to dig into his, oh, the, the officer said, don't dig into your bag because he had groceries with him, and he went to dig in his bag to get some potato chips to eat it, and the officer said, don't dig in your bag, I'm going to tase you. He said, when is your birthday? To which Hakeem replied that he wasn't going to give him his birthday. Next thing you know, he's on the ground. And he's being taken into now, Hakeem did say once he was on the ground, he asked the officers if a passport was enough because he had his passport on him. But when the officer first approached him and asked him to identify himself, he did not comply. Then when he got to the precinct, they had to ask him about four times three or four times for his fingerprints to come out of the room so that they can take his fingerprints. And he kept telling them, I got to think about it. I got to think about it. Finally, an angel of mercy, you know, Garvin, another prisoner in the cell, said to him, can I just say something to you now? He said, yes. He said, listen, they're only going to ask you a couple of times. Next time they ask you, you say you don't know, they're going to go into the other room, they're going to suit up, and they're going to come in here rushing. So I suggest you go out the room and let them do your fingerprint. So the next time they came and asked Hakeem to do his fingerprint, he went and did his fingerprint. They asked him for his name, his date of birth, his Social Security. He would not give it to them. DNA, I'm glad he would not give it to them. Um... They ran all of his stuff, and when he went before the judge, they were giving him assault and battery, attempt to resist uh, arrest and assaulting an officer. His Mm -hmm. lawyer pleaded down, and his lawyer asked them to give him a disturbing the peace, to which the prosecutor 
replied, you know, I got to look good. We're going to, if we can, we can um, resolve this issue or walk out of court today with it resolved if you do an attempt to resist, attempt to resist an authority, which is true. He did do that, and they can possibly prove it, especially with what went down in the precinct. So my advice was to beg for the disturbing of <laughs> Just humble yourself. Um, and that's the advice that I gave. I yield. Um, Shalom. Minister uh, Priest, before you speak, can I also just say this? While I noticed, because I was so caught up in trying to listen to what he was saying and everyone else's opinions, Alkanisha said something that was pretty vital, and I wonder if this changes the nature of her thoughts. Because she asked, or she stated that he, when the cops asked him for his date of birth and they put him on the ground and he asked that uh, was his passport enough to suffice, I was wondering if that would be enough to suffice because it had his name in there and it had his face in there. All they needed to do was identify him, then they had the identification. Well, yeah, like now, again, he didn't tell me that. But, I mean, yeah, that is enough to suffice. But the problem is, is after the fact. Listen, I still have yet to hear why they slammed him to the ground. I don't hear it. Right. I've seen it. What I'm saying is, straight out, like I said before we got off the call, talk to him so we can make sure that he didn't that he he might have done something wrong, and I wanted to make sure because, you know, he he might have. I don't see any justification for slamming him to the ground. Okay, uh, I've seen. I, I, there's plenty of videos on YouTube. They have people conversing with the police officer. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that I did. So, so you get this clear why that's some BS in my mind. Police pulled me over. They, this was, I guess, what, 2009? Um, this was right when I was making all these transfers. All my paperwork it was like 90% done. And I'm, you know, doing these different things, started the temple and all that. Okay. So, hold on one moment. Okay. So, what I did, I'm talking to the police, and um, they were asking me questions. And they asked me for address. And I said, I don't have an address. And they said, they're talking to me like, you don't, you're homeless? I said, no, I I domicile. Well, what's your domicile address? And I said, I don't have one. So what I'm telling you is I'm talking back and forth to them. They didn't put their hands on me. They asked me for, so finally I said, I got a P.O. box, I'll give you that. It's like, fine, give me the P.L. bar. So I, I said, such and such, such and such, Detroit, Michigan, zip exempt. All zero, zip exempt. Now, I said this to the police officer. They're like, what? What are you talking about? 
They didn't put their hands on me. I said to them, look. Now, that by this time, I stepped out the car. They asked me to step out the car. I said, you don't know the law. And you don't, it was two of them. And you don't know the law. I said, I'm tired of talking to, to two of you. I said, matter of fact, look, here. I turned around, put my hands behind my back, and I said, take me to the one that knows the law. That's exactly what I did. Now, it was a little more to it. They did not put their hands on me. Mm-hmm. I get in the back of the car. One of the officers is playing good cop, other one playing bad cop. Bad cop talking all this noise. Oh, I don't see many people like you. Da, 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 all this stuff. Y'all, y'all try all this so-called sovereign stuff. And I'm like, I, I said, no, I'm not trying anything sovereign, period. I don't even know what you're talking about, right? And he just kept talking, 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 talking. I said, I'm coming back for you first. I told them this in the back of the car. <laughs> okay? They did not put their hands on me. I get into the police station. They want to take my fingerprints. No. They want to do... Uh, want me to sign? No. So then they kept asking me, kept asking me, and I see. Let me say this: my, I'm fully conscious of what I'm doing. Now you got to understand that. Not once did they put their hands on me to assault me. I went back and forth mentally with them. I went back and forth with them with law. Not once did they put their hands on me. Not once. They could not identify me. So once they finally got my fingerprints, they ran it through. Then they come back to try to verify who I am. Not once did they put their hands on me. I'm saying, go ahead. What you did and what he was doing is two different things. And you said, put here take me to the person that knows the law, and you put your hands behind your back. That's not what he was doing. And if we could actually see the arrest documentation, maybe we'd get a little bit more detail as to um, what actually occurred that evening. Um, Just based on what he was telling me, I could see them getting... I can see them actually getting the charge for attempting to resist an authority. I can actually see them getting that and it being put on his record. I'm not I denying can... that. That's the part that I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about them putting their hands on him. Because I agree with you on that. Yeah, I do. And it was I'm just talking... him. I think it was just him and the officer. Um, when that happened, one officer body slammed him. It wasn't two officers grabbing on him, body slamming him. It was the officer that initially approached him. And once he got him on the ground and on his back, he called for another officer for assistance. And so the reason why they were saying, the, his, the reason why his attorney said he wanted to 
that we he would have to plead for at least disturbing of the peace because it took a like twelve cop cars showed up to the scene. So just that scene and that ruckus being caused um, is why his lawyer was like, you know, we might be able to get away with the disturbing of the peace, but then. The prosecutor was like, you know, I got to look good, so let's go for, you know, attempting to resist an authority. Still, they had no business slamming him to the ground. Here's my point. I've seen cops get cursed out. True. I've seen Negroes and Caucasians curse them out, refuse to give their name. They ain't touch them. Mm-hmm. Listen, no matter what he, no matter what Hakeem did wrong, because he said something to me that made me say something to him, which I don't, I don't hear that he told you all, which I'm gonna share that with you all in a moment. But I said, first of all, you always comply with whatever they ask you, so I let him know that hardcore. But where do you get off slamming them to the ground? Right. right. I don't know. I don't know right. why he did that. Right. He, was just he never did that say. One so that's, that's his word against his, basically, because right. it was just him and one other officer. And they'll be right. like, well, why would the officer feel the need to, and then why were you digging in your bag to grab some chips? Like, it just seemed a lot like, it just seemed like a, a penis measuring contest that went wrong, to be very honest with you. That's what it sounded like to me. Because he never did explain. He never got to that point why the officer grabbed him, other than, you know, saying he was digging in his bag, he was eating, digging in his bag, and, uh, you know, refusing to give uh, his name and stuff and asking questions. The officer. So he never did, really, did he? I don't. Maybe I missed it. Did he ever no, really he say? Never I was re- trying to figure it out. He never did really say. I mean, Shalom, literally, like, how many people have gotten shot? Hold on shot? for a minute, you guys. Hold on for a minute. Brother Hakeem, is that you, brother? No, this is Brother Trevon. Uh, oh. I, I, just, I just wanted to say something. Did he, did he say that if, if the officer was young or older... Mm-hmm. No, no. Did he? Because you know, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe maybe these officers wanted to be a superhero, a super cop, and they were so sure in their mind that this was a guy that they were looking for, and they acted, with, you know, using their emotion and say, oh, this is this is the guy. So let's, you know, I think, you know, I'm gonna go out and 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 get him down, you know. And um, when Brother Priest was talking, when, when you were dealing with those the officers in the past, Brother Priest, were they younger or were they older um, cops? Or does that or does it matter when you're dealing with uh, police officers? You would think older cops might be more racist than younger cops. I would think that, but. I'm not sure that it matters, and I don't really care whether they're older or young. Listen, what is the justification for putting your hands on it? Right. You can't tell me 
can't nobody convince me that if you don't answer a police officer's question, that that means take them down. Look, the one thing, Mom, let, let me be fair. Let me be fair, though. Let me be fair. The one thing that I would question, if the police officer told him to do something, which, you know what, I get it. No, I get it. I see what the problem is. All right. He told him, don't reach in the bag. And he reached in the bag. Right. There it is. That's what it is. Yep. That's what it's called. Yep. That's what it is. The only thing I can see. That's what it is. Because it could have been anything in that bag. Yeah. Yes, sir. Because he said he was reaching in, and, and, and he said he was eating, and he reached in his bag, working with his bag and stuff. He did say that. Did he not, you guys? Yeah, he did. He said, he said, I'm a consumer. Yeah. And the police wrote in the um, police report that he said, I'm an American citizen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am American. He's trying to catch a B-I-E all day. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm like you, Brother Priest. I didn't want to say it, you know, but I think that was the initiative. Yeah, that's justifiable, though. That's Mm -hmm. just, you know, you know, the way he described it to me, the way Hakeem described it to me, he didn't tell me about the him reaching the potato bag or whatever. Listen, he mentioned the word consumer, Mm -hmm. but what he said to me was, he said consumer, and he said. the sovereign citizen, I don't, you know, another one of you sovereign citizen guys, then grabbed them and then slammed them down. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, maybe the police officer misheard him, mm-hmm. but you cannot play with somebody reaching in the bag after you are police. Don't reach in that bag. You're a police officer, and they told you nothing. So you have no defense because, really, that is disturbing. That is that that's threatening. That's threatening for the um, here, here. Uh, may I interject for just a second? Because I also want to say, you know, while the brother was telling the story, he. He was telling it the best way he could, and I just want to speak in his defense on just on this case. Could it have been, and, I just, and this is, we can confirm this when he get here, because I know what he said, and I'm pretty sure I know what he was getting at, but could it just be that while he was walking and he was putting his hands in the back and the guy was saying, sir, and he was putting his hand in the back, he was putting his hand in the bag, and the officer was like, don't put your hand in the bag. And then he probably took it out once the officer was, saying, you know, coming close and approaching him. Because at this particular point, I don't think that he would just dis- totally disrespect the cops, knowing that they were the cops. You understand what I'm saying? I don't feel like he's just that type of person. So it could have just been, and I'm just, you know, just speaking in his defense, I know what he told us yesterday. But, again, because some people try to remember things and they don't remember things necessarily in order. I'm just just going to say that. 
Could it just be that he may have been putting his hands in the bag mm-hmm. right around the time that the officer was saying, sir, you know, sir, and he was putting his hand in the bag and the officer was just kind of like, hey, don't put your hands in the bag. You understand what I'm saying? Because if this happened while he was doing it, now that definitely would have been totally disrespectful. But if he did it like right around the time the cop was approaching him, hadn't asked him any questions right then and there, then that wasn't any ground for them to just, you know, just slam him on the ground. Do you understand where I'm coming from with that, Art Priest? Do you understand how that would visually change things? Because it would be totally, you talking about just unknowingly, you know, not knowing that you're disrespecting them and then completely obstructing justice. Yeah, but, um, uh, let me, uh, let me come back to that. Okay. I just, just something for you guys to think about. Just something to think about. I do. Yeah, but I just hold tight. Um, can anybody see who's on the line? Yes, um, uh, me, uh, brother uh, Kedrick. He's on the uh, internet, and New Jersey, New New Jersey, Washington State, Texas, New York, and North Georgia. Okay. Well, uh, I'll address it then. Um, that that is slightly different, but here's the thing. I'm going to tell you what, what I, I think I see. What you just said is a good argument, but um, I just don't think that was the case. The reason why I don't think that is not, not because of what went on outside, what went on inside, what, what his consistent, his unwillingness for social security number, signature, fingerprint, blood. See, it's like that's a consistent sign of, um, refusing to answer to authority. So I don't believe, and, and based off of what he told me, I do not believe that it started inside. I, from what he told me, it started outside. And that's why I immediately said something to him. And I said, look, when you said consumer and you didn't say your name, First, that's the problem. Now, that don't mean that they got the right to put their hands on you. But common sense would say if he's not giving his name, he's not giving his birthday, he's not replying to authority. So if you're not, look at this now. He's not complying with authority, and then he reaches in his bag. And the guy tells him, don't reach in the bag. That seems more consistent with the entire behavior that he was displaying than him to just all of a sudden not do that. And this ain't an attack on my brother, because God knows I love him. (laughs) Man, I love him more with all I got. But I'm telling you, I listen. It just makes sense. The officer said, "Don't reach in the bag." Not an officer's life is threatened. Mm. Period. Look, look. Just look at it. What's your name? You don't give me your name. When's your birthday? You don't give me your birthday. Don't reach in the bag. 
He reaches in the back. Just look at that. Now he reaches in the bag. What is the first? Listen, I'm just going to be keeping real. I got to say this to him. He's lucky he's not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you tell you don't reach in the bag, you reach in the bag. Right. Listen, they killed somebody that's deaf in Detroit for carrying a rake, and they told him to drop the rake but he could not hear them, and they killed him. I wish they would have took him down and slammed him. They killed him, shot him dead. I wish they would have slammed him. So, I, you know, we got to listen. We are, the, the people in this nation, we're not these niggas in the streets think better and more clearly and more rational when we have the fact we listen we were in the uproar yesterday right I was in the uproar but I I was still thinking we might want to just make sure we give all that we can from the brother and make sure that we really know what we're talking about before we go banging on this beast and claiming um, injustice and I think that uh, we were able to uncover that. Yes. Um, uh, Shalom. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes, you know, and, and that's what I was. I came to the conclusion of, and I think all three of us did really, you know, kind of relay that to him, like you mm-hmm. did when you first talked to him. Because when you really think, because he did, you know, when you really think about it, when he actually was approached, or the officer went past, then parked and a little ways off and come back, you guys remember he said he was asking the officer all kind of questions. Now, fast forward to when he was in jail to when he talked to us last night, he was asking us should he ask the lawyer for an EIN number, okay, and, and, and things like that. So our suggestion, you know, I told him, you know, and everybody agreed that he should not really go that route. you got to try to figure out something else. You don't want all of them down there to be your enemy or your opposition. You know, but from what I understood from get go, and I'm just saying the way I understood it, I'm not saying that's the way it was because there was two other witnesses, but as I understand it, you know, um, it it, it, it came off to the officer as a uh, sovereign citizen mentality, okay? And then Brother um, Hakeem asked me twice, what did he say, Cedric, do I sound like I'm, what did he say, what was the word? He said, did he sound scatterbrained? Did he yeah, sound... Yeah, 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 yeah. He asked yeah. me that a couple of times. So for him to ask me that, my an- 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 analogy of that was maybe what he was doing within the confounds of the mind at the time of the confrontation was on the assumption that he was... I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say that he was in the mindset of a, of a free man or sovereign or something like that. I can't answer that because I didn't really go down that road with him. But maybe that might have came off like that, when, you know, especially when he said he said he was a consumer, but the officer said citizen. I don't see how those two could be uh, similar in prospect, but who am I? So, you know, that that's the way I see it, you know. Uh, he shouldn't have... Uh, and then, then after the fact, after the, he asked the officer questions, this, that, another refused to give, then he mentioned the bag of chips, and, you know, he had them on his arm, he was going in or something like that. So I yield. 
Yeah, well. Shalom. Um, Shalom, Brother Priest. May, may I speak to This is uh, Sister Monica. Yes, ma'am. Um, has anyone ever thought, and, and maybe we all need, need to give Brother Hakeem the credit, the, the fact that we're living in a society right now that is racially tense, and we're getting, and these police officers are getting their instructions from a police, from a president who is promoting racial discrimination. He's uh, pulling out different nations and calling them the shithole name. And how can you tell a person of color uh, is not Haitian? How can you tell he's not African? You can't. You can't tell it. So Brother Hakeem was under, I'm sure, an extreme amount of duress. I mean, his mind must yes. have been going, are they going to shoot me? Are they yes. going to kill me? You see what I mean? So we, we have to remember that that's what he was going through. He's not in his, in, in his proper state of mind at this point. He's thinking he's about to be killed. Okay? So, and, and, and we don't know if these police officers are looking for someone to frame something, a, 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 a murder on this brother. I mean, we don't know what he was going through. I'm right. sure he was going through duress. That is his, his defense. His defense yeah. is that the brother was under duress, okay? He didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to do. He had no one that he could reach out and ask, okay? These police officers are, are told to, to, to use excessive force. That's what we need to be questioning. Why was the force used, and is this actually considered more of a hate crime under Title 18, Section 249? And, and sister, we did, we did cover that, all that, too. We really did last night. Is that... Did we not? We did everything you're yes. saying. We covered that with you. We said yes, that with you. We we did. I think the problem. Okay. Bear with me, please. Give uh-huh. me the benefit of the doubt. We are too freaking emotional. Take the emotion out of it. This is business. You're an officer. You get a call over the APB. That somebody, robbery in progress, assailants fleeing the scene. We don't know if it's from a grocery store. We don't know if it's from um, someone's house. And we don't know if it's an armed robbery on the street. You're a police officer. You're in your cruiser. You come up on a man, same complexion, same hairstyle, same build, same height, everything, as the description of your assailant, you're by yourself. But it's your job to go and get the bad guys off the street. So you say, I'm not going to roll up on this fool with my sirens on, like, woo, woo, because he'll probably take off and start running. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and I'm going to go park and I'm going to walk up on him so that I don't alarm him and I'm able to identify whether or not he is the person I'm looking for. I'm already nervous. I'm by myself. We don't know if the APB said that this man, this assailant, is armed or not. I don't want to go up to him. I'm already nervous. I've identified myself. I'm in uniform. He saw me in the car. I said, sir, first. And I said, excuse me, you look a little suspicious. We're looking for someone. What is your name? And your response to me is, what's your name? Who are you? Like, you don't pay taxes 
for me to do a specific job to protect you. So there is a certain rationality that is missing here. We cannot be, we can't afford to be too emotional about, and it's hard because we've been wrong so much that we're already on, on, on like a reactionary automatic timer. But that hasn't worked for us either. So, like, we have to, like, really calm down and not overreact because we don't want to go in and try and fight for something that we'll end up losing anyway because they would be able to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there wasn't compliance and there wasn't a respect for authority. Shalom. And Shalom. I think... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is that Hakeem? No, 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 ma'am. Who is that? Oh, uh, my tape. Sorry, sister, I thought you were Spanish. Yeah, but that's what I'm worried about because, I mean, it's obvious the cop was by himself. And if he's telling you don't put your arms in a bag, don't put your arms in a bag because, you, like Priest said, the deaf boy got shot. You know what? Let, let's just say this. I, I I want you all to understand. I I'm gonna say this. I know something that I'm not gonna put on record. That deal that is between is personal that I know with Hakeem. Okay, but the one thing that I know, when I tell you, he was not afraid, and he was not in any fear at all. I know this from now. It doesn't matter whether he was or wasn't. All that matters, I, I, all I'm looking at is, is there a breach of contract or not? And from what the evidence we've gathered, it, it, the evidence is against Hakeem. He was out of order. He did things he should not have done. Therefore, the officer was justified in slamming him to the ground. So, I hate to say it, but truth is truth. We gotta accept it. Anyhow, I don't want to belabor this point. Um, I, we can let Montevia speak, but we don't want to stay on this line too much longer. We still got a little bit of daylight, and I want to get some stuff in before the Sabbath continues. Go ahead, Brother Montavious. Oh, no, I, um, I was just trying to, um, I came into the conversation yesterday. Yeah, I was online like 35 minutes, but um, I was just going to ask the brother's name, but I heard y'all speak his name. I can't. So I was just wondering uh, who, who was it. That's all. And I yield. Praise the Lord. So, you know, it is what it is. Yes, ma'am. I I, want to say that I agree with the the same analogy. I agree with you. I just wanted to say that, you know, looking at the whole situation and listening, I totally agree. 
Yeah, and what, wait, I need to also tell you all this. Before I spoke with any of you about um, helping out, I, well, I only really spoke to um, Trevon. But before I did that, I spoke to him first. I said, the, I said I would like to call these certain people to to come help and build a team. And I asked him, you know, what he. Uh, I basically asked him what he thought about that. He was like, okay, that's cool. So he knew that before I, I even approached um, Trevon. And actually, I asked him to call Ema and tell her the the details, you know, as well. So anyway, we start back classes this week. So we'll be back on this line next Thursday, and we're going to have a nation meeting. So thank you all for being here, and thanks for all the help and love and support. All praises yeah. to the most.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.